If you're ready to say yes to your wealthiest and most abundant life, overflowing bank accounts, and a deep sense of inner fulfillment, well, then you are definitely in the right place. Welcome to the Girl Unfiltered podcast. I'm your host, Helena Grace Donald, and I'm a money mindset expert, success, and business coach. But really, all you need to know is that I am obsessed with helping women feel safe and in total flow around money. So let's do this. lovelies and welcome back to another episode of the Girl Unfiltered podcast. I am your host Helena Grace Donald and it feels like far too long since I've jumped on here and actually created a solo podcast episode for you. There have been lots of juicy, beautiful podcast interviews with some amazing women and men if you checked out the Paul Fishman podcast episode. Uh, recently. And let me not forget that my husband came on the podcast this year. Now that was a win. (laughs) So if you haven't checked out any of those interviews or episodes, then be sure to go and check them out after you've listened to this one. But it is really fun and it fills my heart up to be able to talk to you just one-on-one and directly, even if it is me sitting, speaking by myself into my podcast mic. I'm picturing all of your beautiful faces as I do so and really channeling what my message is for you as we wind up the year. Can you believe how quickly this year has gone? Please let me know that it is not just me. Because 2021 actually feels like the fastest year of my life so far. I ended 2020 on the beach in Mexico, uh, sipping on margaritas that were delicious. And it really only feels like, no, maybe three months ago (laughs) since I was there. And trust me, so much, so much has happened over the last few months and throughout 2021, but it just feels like it went by so fast. And it was a very different year to 2020. Obviously, we were hit with some craziness that none of us had ever experienced in 2020. And though, even though we went through lockdowns and we went through quarantines, and I don't know where, what it was like specifically for you in your place of the world and your, wherever you are based, um, but I'm sure we all went through slightly similar circumstances. But it was a really incredible and powerful year for my business in that I felt the energy, I felt the collective energy of what was happening in the world. And it made me even more passionate about showing up and creating way more value for you. It was the year that the podcast was created because I was so passionate about sharing my message of financial empowerment and freedom with so many more women. And so the year was incredible. And I created things that I'd never experienced before. And I hit even financial goals that I'd never hit before, which felt so fulfilling. And I kind of expected, to be honest, to bring that energy that I was experiencing in 2020 with me as I entered 2021. And this will perfectly lead me into the topic of what's to come in today's episode, but I'm just kind of giving you a backstory first. 
But by bringing that expectation into 2021, I feel like if I'm being totally honest, and this is also coming from really powerful conversations that I've had with very high level women within my tribe, this year was not the year that we necessarily expected. And as we've come further towards the end of this year, especially around like November time, a lot of us were feeling heavy energy and found ourselves really going within and even some of my friends questioning themselves or questioning their business. And it was so interesting that I felt like so many on a collective level were going through that. I have an amazing uh, intuitive healer slash coach that I work with on a monthly basis. And she was saying that because of the eclipses and some full moon energy and us shifting I want to say into Aquarius season, but do not quote me on that. I need to go back and check that. (laughs) Uh, That is not my speciality. Um, You can go check her out. She's called Charlotte. She's at Lottie's Leap and she talks a lot about this. But there was kind of a collective experience of heaviness and then shifting and re-emerging and re-evaluation as well from that experience. So I'm, I'm just sharing this because I really want to be an open book on this podcast. And because I feel like so many of us were going through that, I want you to know that you weren't alone if that was something that you experienced. And because it is coming towards the end of the year, I've really been, you know, reflecting and reflecting on what was the difference between 2020 and what was the difference between 2021. And it's taught me a lot, even though it was not the year that I expected. And so I actually want to share with you on today's episode, five of the really powerful things that I've learned from 2020 that I didn't necessarily go into this year thinking that I was going to learn. (laughs) My first point is going to perfectly lead into uh, the fact that you can't go into a year with any expectations, but... Um, so I just want to kind of reflect with you on that journey and give you and invite you to have an opportunity to reflect on what you've learned from this year and to also, please, please, please don't beat yourself up. If this wasn't the year that you, you know, experienced all of the things that you had set out to experience, or if things didn't manifest in exactly the way that you wanted them to manifest that's okay. We are human and we're going through the motions, having a real world, real human experience. And sometimes we can plan and those plans don't always go to plan. And I'll be talking about why that might be and talking about that on a deeper level in uh, when I share one of my points and one of my takeaways. But this is me saying to you, it's okay, babe. It's really more than okay. And you may have actually achieved or or realized things or expanded in a way that you actually could not have planned for or could not have expected, which in itself is so, so powerful. Sometimes a thing's not going to plan even causes you to grow and evolve on a much deeper level. So instead of comparing your successes and your wins to everyone else's out there, take this time over the next few weeks as things start to really wind down 
to reflect on how you've grown as a human being. Not every win, and I know that this is going to sound a little crazy coming from a money mindset coach, but not every win has to be monetary or has to be based in outward goals. I really believe that the reflection should begin with how you've grown as a human being, how you've grown as a leader, how you've stepped more powerfully into your value. Have you pushed yourself past limits that previously existed for you? Have you taken steps that used to scare you, that you've grown into? Look at those as incredible wins because that's where it all begins. The money will flow. The money is always on its way. And monetary goals and successes are just a byproduct of that inner growth. And that's been another massive takeaway and and validation for me throughout this year in even solidifying that belief, even, even on a deeper level than I already had it before. So I'm already kind of giving away a lot of (laughs) the clues as to what some of my takeaways from 2021 might be, but I just, I wanted to chat with you. I wanted to get personal and I wanted to share that so that you can really feel good about who you are on a soul level as you step into 2022. Okay, so let's dive into this. One of my first big takeaways from 2021, and trust me, I'm going to be continuing to reflect on all of those things even after recording this episode. This is causing me to go even deeper (laughs) into my reflections by talking to you guys about this. But it is that you can have standards, but not necessarily expectations. Mm, It's an interesting one. And I'm going to be playing around with the energetics of this as I move into 2022. But what do I mean by that? Well, I think it's really important for all of us to have standards. And this is standards in everything that we do and everything that we're creating, how we show up for ourselves and how, what, you know, the standard that we set for how other people show up for us as well. But obviously that begins with how we show up for ourselves. And so I really do talk about having energetic standards, even within your bank accounts. Like I have an energetic standard for what I believe should be in my bank accounts at any given time. Like I set the standard within my relationship with money. Um, That's all based in the work that I've done around my inner money set point. I've always had standards when it comes to dating. Um, I knew how I felt I deserved to be treated based off of how I treated myself. And I made those standards in a loving and clear, but like energetic way, very clear. I'm obviously now married. So we have standards within our relationship. You know, there's a standard in which my husband expects me to treat him and a standard in which I have set for him to treat me. And I think that it's very powerful for us to have standards within our relationships and within our relationships with ourselves. But I think that there's a difference between having standards and between having expectations. And that's just for me. And you can, you can totally interchange this with a different word that maybe works for you because maybe for you, expectations feels very empowering. For me, I realized that my projection of having expectations is actually coming from a place of lack. 
And obviously I am constantly growing into having the most abundant and fruitful and empowering mindsets and always tweaking little beliefs, ideas, um, or structures that I've created in my life to make sure that I'm living from that most abundant place. And so in all honesty, like, you know, I've had to learn and I'm still learning to not be as controlling in my life. I'm not just talking about business here. I'm sure you know, but that can lead into having expectations. So when I went into 2021, I had a pretty big expectation on my heart of how I wanted that to look and what I expected to happen for me within 2021. Now, I think that it would be more empowering for me to go into 2022 having a standard, an energetic standard for what I want that year to feel like, but I can't control the expectation of exactly what that's going to look like. So interestingly enough, I actually chose for my word of the year to be surrender. Funnily enough, I actually, when I first was asked what my word for 2021 was going to be, I had picked growth. And I was trying to be really clever about that because I was like, yeah, growth. Growth is going to be a great word for the year for many reasons. It's going to apply in so many different areas of my life. And then I was on Tulum Beach in Mexico on New Year's Eve and the moon, I cannot even be, I can close my eyes and I can still see it. It was so big and it was so bright and it was beaming down onto the ocean. And we were on a, you know, in a beach bar that was right on the sand and the ocean waves were right in front of me. And I just remember staring at that moon and thinking, my word for the year isn't growth. My word for the year is surrender. (laughs) I did not know at that time how much surrendering I was going to have to learn to do. (laughs) And actually in that moment, I'm now remembering, I actually went and ran into the ocean waves. This is on New Year's Eve. And I just put my arms out wide and I surrendered to the water. It was really, really beautiful. Wish I could just teleport myself back to that moment right now. But I didn't realize at the time that that was going to be my growth edge because I did have expectations personally of things that I really wanted to receive from 2021. And they didn't go to plan because they weren't actually in my hands. And I think that that's really the lesson to come from that difference between standards and expectations is that this even applies to our manifestations. We can have energetic standards and put out that energetic frequency of that standard, but we often try to make sure, and we fall into the trap of trying to make sure that, or expecting that that manifestation will look a very, very, very specific way. So we expect that it will turn up on our doorstep in specifically this kind of wrapping paper with that kind of bow and that kind of ribbon, and it will feel exactly like this. And, you know, the universe is kind of laughing at us trying to, you know, place those expectations on things because that's not really how it works. And so that's one of my big lessons from 2021 is to surrender to the expectation and to really honor my standards in that surrender. So I hope that makes sense. 
I'm trying to not give too many details away while also going really deep into this conversation. Um, just because there are some things that I'm just not ready to talk about, if I'm being honest. And I know when the time is right, I will talk about them. But I really also want to honor being an open book in a way that feels uh, really aligned uh, to share on this podcast. So take from that what you will, take from that what feels right for you, and maybe look at the areas in your life where you could surrender to the expectation. Or maybe an area in your life where it's time for you to set really empowering uh, standards, energetic standards for yourself. And that perfectly leads me on to one of my second big takeaways from 2021. And that is what feels like isn't going your way might just be the best thing for you. And that really ties into the energy of surrender and control and truly realizing that there may be greater forces at work. And here we are trying to control one little tiny piece of the puzzle when actually there are greater forces at work that are lining up the entire puzzle in a way that you can't yet see because you're just focused on that one piece of your puzzle. And when you can surrender to that and lean into that trust, you can know that even when things don't seem to be going your way because, quote unquote, we're trying to control them, (laughs) they actually might be working out for the best overall picture when it comes to that puzzle. So that brings me back to certain areas of my life and moments throughout this year where in all honesty, it has felt like something hasn't, isn't going my way. Maybe it's in business for you. Maybe it's in your personal life. Maybe it's in your relationships. Maybe it's in the way that you're growing your business and you've, you know, you're hoping or you're thinking that it needs to look a certain way. And because it doesn't look that specific way, you're feeling like things aren't going your way, but you don't know that even just six months from now, a year from now, five years from now, that you won't look back on these little moving pieces and realize that they were the best thing that freaking happened to you. Because if it had gone the way that you had planned, then you wouldn't actually be where you are, you know, five, oh my God, I'm tripping up on all the different time spaces. <laughs> you wouldn't be where you inevitably are going, you know, to be two years, five years from now down the road. And I can really look back on times in my life where really it did not feel like things were going my way, whether that was working really, really hard to get my visa to come over to the US and wondering why is it taking so long and thinking fully, fully thinking like things are not going my way um, and getting frustrated only to, you know, inevitably get my visa and it work out in the best possible way. Or think of those past relationships that have ended and actually you were, you know, you were heartbroken at the time, but it led you to meet the person that maybe you're now married to or in a long-term relationship with. Or maybe it's within your business where a launch didn't go to plan or something that you created didn't go the way that you had expected, but it caused you to redirect or it caused you to pivot or more importantly, and this is the biggest takeaway for me, it caused you to grow in a way that if you hadn't gone through that experience, you wouldn't be who you are right now. 
And that may be something that you've experienced on a deep level from 2021. And I really want you to take that on board and breathe that into your heart. No matter what you're ending the year with right now, whether you're celebrating amazing, epic, incredible wins, or you're feeling a little deflated because it isn't the year that you expected, know that you are being supported and that even when things do not seem to be going the way that you want them to go, and there's a big part of you that wants to control that, know that something even better is on its way to you or the plan is unfolding in perfect motion. And the funny thing is that the big thing that I set out to manifest from 2021 and I was pouring a lot of energy into, when I sit with you here now, having not manifested that thing, I actually realized that I probably wasn't ready for it. I actually energetically was not ready for it. And certain things had to happen in order to wake me up for, to that. And in order for me to actually get serious about preparing energetically for that thing, like mind, body, soul, spirit, physically and emotionally. And because it didn't manifest as quickly as I'd wanted it to, I now have the opportunity to do that and to grow so much more as a woman, as a human being, that you know, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to prepare in that way and grow deeper and expand and evolve had it manifested that quickly. So in hindsight already, I'm actually kind of grateful for the way that things are unfolding and the way the universe is blessing me with this opportunity for expansion in the way that it sees is important for me. And that I'm now going to go into 2022 releasing the need to expect exactly when that's going to show up and learn to just surrender to that and trust that I'm being guided and spirit is being guided to receive that manifestation when the time is divinely right. And because that message is on my heart, I hope it, it moves into your heart and you absorb that in whatever way you need to hear it at this moment in time so that you know that you are supported and that the things that you desire really truly are on their way to you. And this brings me to my third big takeaway. And this is about mental health. So another huge takeaway from this year is just how freaking important your mental well-being is. Now, I, of course, understood that before. I, of course, am a coach who helps people with their inner well-being and to heal subconscious blocks and barriers and fears and sometimes even traumas. And I'm so freaking passionate about the work that I do. But I have experienced just how important this is on a whole new level this year in a way that I will never, ever, ever take for granted or forget ever again. And I'm sharing this because there's probably a woman out there who is busy taking care of everyone else around her and may not be prioritizing her mental health and well-being. And I'm not just talking about bubble baths and Netflixing with your favorite takeout. Like I'm really talking about nourishing yourself, your inner mindset, your well-being, your mental health um, from the inside out and making that your priority above all else. Like actually putting that as the number one and even putting your business 
maybe it's third, maybe it's fourth, maybe your family comes second. Um, I was about to say your business comes second, but then I thought, no, your business probably even, it shouldn't even be second. Your business probably should be third or fourth on that list. And if I'm being honest, I think that because I was riding the incredible wave of momentum that I had gained in my business and the up levels in 2021, and I was bringing that energy into the new year and I started the new year with, uh, you know, being fully booked with my clients. Um, I completely had a wait list at the beginning of the year and come, I believe March, I want to say like end of March, I was, I would say on the brink of burnout, if not maybe already in burnout, depending on how you would describe a burnout. But there was about a week in which I just felt detached. I felt super emotional. I felt exhausted. I had brain fog and I just didn't feel mentally very well. And I remember sitting at my desk and just bursting into tears being like, what the hell is going on with me? Like I had stress in my body. I had anxiety in my body. And I realized that I was just overworking myself and I was carrying too much weight in my business. And I felt this need and this urge to always be on in my business. And that was a big wake up call right at the beginning of the year. And I really, really, really took that on board. And I remember going and spending two nights in Santa Barbara in a beautiful luxury hotel and just walking on the beach. I deleted the Instagram app and Facebook app. And I think even my emails from my phone, like I completely detached and disconnected. Of course, the hilarious thing was that like, The moment that I turned on my phone from airplane mode just to check in with my husband, of course, my sister-in-law had gone into labor and we were like, oh my God, we're about to have a nephew. (laughs) Um, And from that moment on, then I couldn't really go into airplane mode, but I got my dose of it. I really did. And it was such an amazing break and time away for me to just reflect. And I brought that energy back with me into my business and I, you know, completely uh, shifted my models of how I manage my programs and shifted from having weekly client calls into bi-weekly calls. I hired new support coaches to come into my business to support within the mastermind that I created. And I hired new team members. I've ended up manifesting the most amazing assistant who is so soul aligned with me and like just really gets my brand and gets me. And I always feel really, really positive whenever I'm communicating with her and I trust her. And that's something I hadn't had before because I had to release the belief while I was on that trip that I had to be the one carrying all the balls and doing all the things and that I had to always be busy. So that was a huge shift for me. And that was going really, really well. But I think because of a lot of the pressure that I was putting on myself, not just within my business, but in some of the things that I was working on manifesting outside of my business, I had another big lesson around November around the importance of mental health and well-being. And it shook me up yet again to realizing the importance of really, truly taking care of myself. Because there were other areas that I think I had been neglecting, like I hadn't really been looking after my body in the best way that I possibly could. Like I had prioritized my business and my business calls over going to the gym and working out and moving my body. And that can have a massive effect on your mental health. I don't think that I was being as, uh, I wasn't prioritizing my morning routine as well as I possibly could. And that has become a non-negotiable for me now. 
And even more importantly, I was taking care of a lot of other people energetically, but I didn't feel like I had that same support for me. And so as I move into 2022, I'm actually putting together my wellness tribe. Like that's going to become a massive priority for me in my business. And that's going to be where I'm investing my money because the strategy is all well and good. And that's great. And we can do that. And that's fine. I'm not really concerned about that. What I do believe is fundamental though, is your inner well-being and your mental health. So I want to have a team of people around me that are constantly supporting me and being the most elevated and up-leveled version of myself that I can be. And to make sure that I have a sounding board to release any trapped emotions or fears or blocks or anxiety that I'm dealing with. And I really invite you, if you don't have that yet for yourself, to start looking at what a wellness tribe or a well being tribe would look like for you. What would you love to feel? What would you love to feel on a daily basis? How supported are you open to being? And start looking at the areas in your life where you could start adding more of that in. And it doesn't have to cost you a fortune investing in like really high level people. Maybe there's somebody that you can go to that you can check in on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. Or maybe it's creating a routine for yourself that previously wasn't really there or you haven't really been diligent with. Like making sure that you have a gratitude morning routine or that you're working on really stepping into the energy that you desire to feel at the beginning of the day and carry that forward into the rest of your day. Um, Maybe it's a playlist, like some of my one-to-one clients, I give them like an embodiment playlist and they start playing that in the morning. I love doing my breath work, my visualizations. I can even drop a, a money magnet meditation for you in the show notes below that you can start listening to to support you as well. There are so many tools, there are so many resources, but instead of just waiting until you're feeling tired and running that bubble bath and ordering that takeout, like how could you start as you mean to go on when it comes to 2022? What are some of the practices? What are some of the things that you can nourish yourself with from the inside out? What are some of the supplements that maybe you want to start taking or What would you love to feed your body with at the start of the day that will set you up for success? Really start thinking about that because we're all vibrational matter and you're at the epicenter of your business and your world. And so you want to make sure that you're vibrating from the highest possible source, from the highest possible space. And what you consume and what you fill your mind up and how you take care of yourself energetically, like all of that plays a part in your vibrational frequency. I also just do want to add here that the last 18 to 19 months or so have been really interesting for the world. And you never know what somebody is experiencing behind closed doors or what somebody is going through or how certain experiences might be affecting somebody's mental health or mental well-being. And we're not always open books about what we're going through. And so please just focus on spreading as much kindness and love and warmth and support to as many people as you come across because you don't know what story that person is living or what they are going through and I believe in the power of this community so so much and maybe it's just reaching out to that friend who never reaches out for support maybe it's a kind message to somebody that always you know, is seen to be really, really strong and always has their shit together. 
Maybe it's more than that. Maybe it's picking up the phone and just having a nice conversation with a friend while you're out walking your dog or doing what you do or having a cup of tea or maybe it's sending somebody a meditation that you feel really, really called to send to them or maybe it's just smiling at a stranger as they walk down the street. Be that person, be that representation of love and support and kindness in this world because boy, do we all need it. And you have no idea what an effect that that might positively have on somebody's day. And I know that the experiences that I've been through this year, they've caused me to expand and grow more as a compassionate human being, because there are certain things that I think you can't really understand when it comes to mental health until you really go through it yourself. And so this big lesson that I've learned and experienced, it's going to make me a really stronger coach, a more powerful coach, and even more compassionate coach. And it also makes me excited to dive even more deeply into the tools and resources that I can give to my clients. Like I know in 2022, I'm going to expand my toolkit. I'm going to do more trainings just so I can support on an even bigger level. So well, better watch out for that. my fourth takeaway from 2021 as I reflect on the year is just how much joy it brings me to feel supported. Ah, It took me a good couple years (laughs) or maybe more, I don't know, to really learn to receive this feeling. Because as I kind of mentioned before, I definitely had a belief that I've busted through that the busier I was and the more hats I was wearing, like almost the more, I want to say the more important that I felt, but that really doesn't describe the feeling that I was experiencing. And I actually did a little bit of subconscious work, even actually on myself uh, in unpicking why I felt the need to carry all of the weight of my business. And as I mentioned, like I'll share with you just how much I've shifted my business this year to release that. But I was doing a lot of inner work and I was journaling and I realized that this belief was actually formed during a time in my life where I was actually feeling very unfulfilled. I was in my, I want to say late teenage years, like very early, early 20s probably before I even turned 20, actually, right before then. And I was living by myself in London and I was pursuing my career as an actress and I was going to acting school. And my life wasn't really as like busy and animated and fulfilling as I kind of wanted it to be. And I had taken a slightly different route in that a lot of The girls that I was friends with that I'd gone to school with, they were all going off to university and there was I kind of going, you know, doing my own, leading my own path, creating my own path and going to acting school and living by myself. And I didn't have the same kind of college environment or friendship groups around me. And it was actually a pretty low time in my life. And I was in a bit of a dysfunctional dating situation. It was just all the things. And I didn't feel like I was important and I didn't feel like I mattered. And because I never ever wanted to feel that again, I never wanted to go back into that place. Here I am, like fast forward a good few years and my life couldn't look any different. I don't even live in England anymore. I live in a city that I love. I have friendships that 
light me up. I have a partner. We have a great home. Like we have all the things, a business that truly fulfills me. And I have that busyness and fulfilling feeling on a daily basis. But I was running away from that feeling so much that I was running out of steam. And that was leading me towards a burnout because I thought the busier I am, the more that I matter. And oof, ah, there were a lot of tears when I realized where that was coming from and what a beautiful, beautiful release. And ever since I shifted that awareness and I I released and, and healed that part of me, that girl that was still living inside of me that just wanted to feel important, I opened myself up finally to let myself feeling supported. And so I shifted some of my business models. I launched the Elite Money Mastermind, which I love coaching within, uh, which means that we have support coaches. So I'm not even coaching every single week, um, even though the women can all touch base with me on a you know, daily basis. Um, it's not the same level of draining energy as having you know three to four one-to-one clients a day which was a lot to be handling. Even if it was just working with clients Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, then you have all your other work that you have to do Monday and Friday. And it's just, it was, it was a lot. So I shifted that. I allowed myself to receive support in that way. I allowed myself to shift how I work my calendar. I hired more team members than I've ever hired before this year. So I'm celebrating myself for that. As I mentioned, I found the most amazing assistant, hired a, a marketing team. And I'm way better at outsourcing and just not doing things for the sake of doing things. And whereas before I would do things because I'm like, well, I'm really good at doing that. So I might as well do that. And I was actually having a conversation with my friend Maggie about this recently. And just because we're good at something doesn't mean that we have to be the one doing it. There are areas obviously in our business that are our zone of genius. Like it will always probably, it will always be me like showing up on Instagram will always be me showing up on my social media. Obviously the podcast is always going to be me showing up. I'm the one writing your emails, but there are other areas of the business that I don't need to be inside of every single day and, you know, design work and funnel creations and all of those things in between, even managing my schedule. I don't even do that anymore. My assistant does that for me, which is amazing. And I've created a lot more space in there. So my invitation to you is where can you let yourself be supported? Maybe it's not even just in your business. Maybe it's in your relationships. Maybe it's in your home life. Are you trying to juggle all the balls and not giving yourself a break? Could you hire somebody to help you around the house? Or could you ask somebody in your family to help you more with that stuff? Um, Do you need to be the one going out and doing the grocery shop every single time? Or could there be a meal delivery service in your future? Or maybe it's getting your groceries delivered, or maybe it's just planning a little bit better. Whatever that looks like for you, your intuition is going to lead you towards what the answer is for you in 2022. But listen to that nudge. Don't neglect that. You deserve to feel supported and nourished and taken care of. And my fifth big takeaway from 2021 is that you are always, always being energetically supported by the frequency of money. And this is something that I 
definitely believed before 2021. It's something that I coach on. It's something that I teach on. But that belief has been solidified even more in 2021, and I'll share why. But if that's not something that yet you believe or you don't feel that there's evidence of that within your life, I really invite you to take that message, to breathe in that feeling, and to take that with you as you move into 2022 and decide that it is going to be the year where you affirm that to be your truth because it begins within your heart. It begins within you. Because the truth is, whatever you're doing right now as you listen to this podcast, whether you're cleaning your house, look around you. You have a house that you live in, that you can pay for, that supports you, that you've received from the energy and frequency of money. Like, You have four walls that keep you warm right now. You have appliances around you. I'm sure you have food in the fridge. Like you are actually supported. Maybe you're out walking your dog or you're breathing in some fresh air. Look around you. How are you being supported right now? Look at the abundance that surrounds you. Maybe you're driving. You bought that car. (laughs) You paid for the gas in that car. Well, I should, I should say petrol for my UK listeners because you'll have a fit if you hear me say gas. <laughs> You're supported by the energy and frequency of money just because maybe at some point this year you haven't hit your monthly income goal or maybe you haven't hit what you expected to make maybe doesn't mean that that doesn't stand true. And the more that you make that your belief and look for the truth of it around you, the more it will be the truth within your reality because you have always been supported up until this moment. So decide that that is the truth now. And in all honesty, this year, I kind of took the foot off of the gas a little bit in my business for personal reasons. And my focus was slightly elsewhere at some moments throughout this year. And I'm totally okay with that. I chose that, but the money has continued to show up. The money has showed up in my business. The money has showed up in my bank accounts. Even in moments that I was going through a tough time, the sales still happened on some level. Yeah, maybe it wasn't a 50K launch that was happening because that would require some level of me showing up. But the truth is the money was there and the money has continued to support me. And I've still continued to be an energetic match to my money standards this year. And I am really freaking grateful for that because if I know that that is ultimately my truth, then I'm excited to bring that truth into 2022 on a bigger level and play around with the energetics and frequency of that. Well, what does it look like when I am ready to show up on a bigger level or I am ready to get really clear on what my next level is for the next year, knowing that that is already my baseline and knowing that that is already my truth. That is exciting. So look around you for the ways in which money really has showed up for you this year. And it's probably showed up in ways that you're neglecting to look at because you have the expectation of exactly how you want it to show up. Look how I tied that all in so seamlessly without even meaning to. But when we place the expectations on it, then we neglect to look at what's really actually happening and what is actually the truth and what is actually available to us. And money is just an energy that is flowing towards you. And when you go, wait, no, 
I don't want to receive it in that way. It has to look this way. Money gets confused and it's like, wait, hang on. We just showed up for her and she's not happy with it. So whatever way it is currently supporting you, give thanks for that as we end this year and bring that gratitude and that belief with you as you move into 2022. So that wraps up my five big takeaways from 2021. And I'm sure as I continue to reflect as we head into the Christmas period, you know, I'm probably going to discover some other takeaways, but that really feels true to what's on my heart for now. So I really invite you to go and maybe make your list, take some time, use this as an opportunity to reflect and to learn and to grow and get intentional about what you're going to bring into the new year. And above all else, take some time to rest, take some time to relax, take some time to just breathe in the present before you rush into setting all the goals for next year. Like let yourself just be in the here and now. This is certainly one of my favorite times of year. I have the Christmas tree up. I've got the decorations up. I love that wintry feel. I love getting all cozy and watching the Christmas movies. And I'm just going to really enjoy that and breathe in that present moment as much as I can over the next few weeks. So I'm sending you lots and lots of love. If you don't hear from me on this podcast before then, have an incredible Christmas and an amazing new year. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, then it would absolutely mean the world to me if you could take a moment to leave a review because it really does make a difference. And I love, love, love receiving them. And then when you're about to go and submit your review, take a quick screenshot before you submit it and then come on and head over to my DMs on Instagram at girl underscore unfiltered and send me a screenshot of the review that you've left because I would love to personally thank you for that and send you a little gift to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. I also just want to remind you that I have a beautiful, powerful three-day free Money Magnet Bootcamp that I've just created for all of you. So if if you're ready to take some time as you head into the new year to really reflect on the new up-leveled money mindset that you want to bring into 2022, then this would be a great opportunity for you to start uncovering some of those hidden lingering money beliefs that may be holding you back. I'm going to drop the link to that in the show notes below. Each video is about 20 to 25 minutes long, so super digestible. And I'm really excited for you to dive into that too.